Welcome to the Perspective Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Jared. And I'm Emily. On this podcast, we talk relationships, lifestyle, finance, and everything in between. And And this this is is our perspective. Happy Sunday, everybody. This is the Perspective Podcast, and today we are talking all things fitness. All three of us are trainers. So we wanted to give you a little bit of an insight on, you know, what we're thinking in the gym, how we got into this, some challenges, all sorts of stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, we're talking about what got you into fitness. So I actually got into fitness right after I graduated high school. I was not an active kid. I, I liked sports, but I never played any sports. I didn't really go in and go to any schools that promoted sports necessarily. Um, but my last year in high school, I took a yoga class because I went to kind of an artsy school and that counted as a PE credit. And it was the first time I like felt good in my body. It was the first time I lost, I mean, I ended up losing like 30 pounds. From yoga? From yoga. Yeah, from doing yoga. Um, it kind of changed everything. It changed my mindset. It changed the way that I kind of thought about myself, like the patience that I had with myself. Um, and then after that, I became a raft guide over the summer. I, I, I decided to do that instead of go straight into college, which my parents were not happy about. But I decided to do it for me. And then it was the first time I really felt strong and the first time I felt confident in my body and I wanted to make other women feel that way. Um, And so like from then, from then on, it's like I didn't want to lose what I had gained and I just kept going. I kept working out. Yeah, I just kept pushing myself. And then um, whenever I was in school, I went back to school. I saw the program, the health and fitness science program, and it was like the first time I made all A's, I made the Dean's list, I was all about it, and now it is a huge part of my life that I could never imagine, you know. Not having. Not having, yeah. Right. Yeah. So are you, are you like a yogi? I do love yoga, yes. Okay. And like, I definitely incorporate that into my style of programming, which we'll talk about later, but... Like, it is such a huge part of my life. Like, meditating, right. um, just just being patient with yourself. Because that's what yoga is all about. It's, like, not so much of a competition. Because, like, I can definitely be competitive. But when it comes to working out, it's, like, I like pushing myself. Like, being competitive with myself. Right. So Being really in tune with your body and its capabilities. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's, I think that's pretty dope. Like, for me, what got me into fitness... I mean, growing up, I was kind of like complete opposite. You know, always very, very active as a child. Um, parents introduced me to a lot of sports, you know, as a, as a kid. T-ball, you know, football, <laughs> basketball. Then, then growing up earlier through there, you know, elementary school, middle school, um, still playing city league, basketball, football. Nice. Um, in high school, that was my first time playing organized football, tackling football. Mm-hmm. And high school, I actually didn't make the team in uh, middle school. I tried out for it, so I was bummed about that. But sixth grade is the first time I picked up a weight um, really? in the neighborhood sixth grade? in sixth grade. Wow! I mean, at my friend's house, <laughs> explains everything. And see, yeah. <laughs> Brandon is huge, by the way. <laughs> 
you know, in sixth grade, I picked up my first weight. And, you know, in the neighborhood, all the kids, it was a lot of kids in the neighborhood, like, a lot more active back then than how kids are now. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, we would just, you know, race and play football, pick up games, basketball. I mean, at 2 in the morning, you know, at my friend's house, uh, he stay right up the road, and we would be bench pressing. It'd be like two in the morning. Like you know, really? we we literally Dang. lived for this. You know, so we loved it. And um, from then on, but being honest, you know, as a child, my parents were going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of anger growing up, and I didn't really know how to channel it. Yeah. Um, so fitness also was a relief from what was going on as a child and seeing what was going on um, with my parents. You know, going through a divorce. So that feeling it's it's like a high you yeah. know like yeah, and is. we still feel it sometimes today you know you know it's not there all the time but i mean for those who work out often you know you, you're probably familiar with it as well but for me and i just got addicted to the grind i got addicted to hard work discipline you know sweating and just feeling good and being in control of my body seeing it you know building muscle and just i don't know just being strong and like you said feeling good and confident and it just really helped me. Uh, sorry to cut you off. What position did you play in football? I played defensive tackle. So I was pretty heavy. I was pretty, I was a big guy. <laughs> um, you know, I made, I was, like I said, my, my freshman year, it was my first time playing organized tackle football. My sophomore year, I made varsity. Um, so I was playing with the bigger boys, but you know, I was pretty big myself, <laughs> you know, so, so, so they're like, man, this guy's a sophomore, but you know, so I, I was fortunate enough to make the cut. And since then on, you know, it just, I don't know, that was it, it just took off and ran with it. I started my, when I moved to Tampa after I graduated from South Florida, you know, I didn't go and I didn't go to college for anything fitness related. Nothing fitness related at all. I went to school for criminology and sociology. Seriously. So I, I don't have a outside of being an athlete, I don't have an educated education background uh -huh. in fitness. I didn't do exercise science or anything like that. You know, some people physiology, all these things. That's still, not my background in terms of education. Yeah. Um, but after I graduated, I realized like, man, like this is still a part of like my day-to-day -day lifestyle. You know, I was working three jobs in college, doing all these things, still working out five days a week. And then I started my LLC. I was training people for free. One thing led to another, got certified, and then just kind of took off from there. So it's really just been a part of my life, all of my life, and it will be for the rest of my life. So that's kind of where, where I stand on that. Drop your name. What's your LLC? What's your name? Oh, it's Robe for Fitness on IG. Robe, the number four, fitness. Okay. So you can follow me on IG. I have yeah. to check you out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to book a session. Shoot, man. So would you guys say that once you're an athlete, you're always an athlete or kind of? I think that you've always kind of got it in the back of your mind, like knowing that you can, because past performance is such a huge indicator of like getting back into it. Because I have a lot of people who I train who used to be athletes, and they'd always say, like, you wouldn't believe, like, I used to be able to do this, like, it was nothing. I used to be such a, like, a gym rat, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, those are the people who usually work hard their ass off and they're probably yeah. banged back up. to it they're yeah. Like banged up. Yeah. yeah 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 i think uh i mean for my fitness background or how i got involved with sports and working out and stuff uh it, it's a sadder story than your guys's um that's but, okay <laughs> but, but but we'll get to that yeah, um, whatever you want to share yeah. yeah yeah overall um i mean i grew up playing sports uh, everything from golf tennis 
uh, karate. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. I had to drop karate and tennis for football. And then when I got to middle school, basketball took over. You yeah. Know, so those who know me, um, you know, I, uh, I am like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, definitely played uh, everything sports. You know, I spent a lot of time at the YMCA. I'm a YMCA baby, you know, so I grew up. Uh, Why? Shoot, yeah, I've always worked at YMCA's health fitness centers, so that's kind of a indicator there. Did you like working for the YMCA? I love working for the YMCA. The YMCA is like... Even the corporate ones, the corporate ones get weird, but like the neighborhood-wise are like family-oriented places to go and have community, which yeah. is like, yeah, it's your fellowship and you're growing, you're getting better, similar issues, and it's true. Sometimes at-home at life is, tr is, I won't say it's trash, but it's... But you like to get away. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's a getaway with right. other people your age who may be experiencing the same thing. Right, right. So, yeah, the YMCA, I could go on and on, on about the YMCA, uh... So, yeah, I actually worked for the YMCA for, like, seven years as a lifeguard. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I've worked in aquatics for 10 years, so that's a thing, um, as an instructor and lifeguard. Drop your name? Uh, it's Jared. <laughs> 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 now, now, aquatics, what... How did that? How did that start? Yeah, from karate to football to so, basketball. Yeah, to I mean, cause, cause well, I'm a beach boy first. Okay. So before any activity, I'm a beach boy and a fisherman. So yeah, I love oh, the nice. water. Right. Okay. So my brother was given a job as a lifeguard, and I was just around, being around. So they asked me to be a, a lifeguard as well. Went back in like 2010. So I was like, shoot, I'm not doing anything else. Planning. Is that when you decided to get ripped? Jared's also ripped, y'all. No, 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 no. Jared did not get fit until. Uh, <laughs> Until freshman year of college, I was always kind of, I mean, I was athletic, I guess. I'm not a major, like a freak athlete. Uh, you know, I'm somewhat athletic now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, 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 um, no, I was, I was functionally fit. I think I was okay. kind of chubby fit until eighth grade. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. kind of that awkward weight. Oh, I remember. And then um, I could give the wildest story. So uh, freshman year training camp i guess like the pre-workouts for football now my older brother was a senior on the team and you know how that is like yeah. the oh the almighty cool high school guy. cool yeah. guy yeah. um your, your little brother yeah so i i, I was kind of walking in the shadow which i very much enjoyed uh, it was a big shadow so uh but you know he would kind of stay close whenever i wasn't doing good mm. so so he with, was pushing you too do you think like, well, I reflected him. I what what I did reflected oh, him. So see, but that's good though. That has like a little bit of a pressure on you to really push yourself. Yeah, to yeah, stay yeah. 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 So maybe day five, day six. Now I don't know whoever's been around or seen what the first couple of days. It's almost like like the uh, the the army rangers. Is like, it like boot camp? Like yeah, the it's yeah, it's camp? it's like a boot camp. Yeah. yeah, it's harder than what training would normally be, what a workout would normally be okay. on purpose. So if they're trying to like kick your butt, yeah, yeah, as yeah. Hard as take you yeah. The they, yeah. they, I was so tired. <laughs> 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 I, I cannot even share. I wish I could share like the details. Let's just say I was so tired. Uh, I was ready to risk it all, and <laughs> my name would be good nowhere. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so that's high school. So 
Oh, it was bad. I mean, what, 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 so that's the thing. Um, I was able, one, I experienced for the first time my runner's high. Right. Um, Good, yeah. Uh, and I saw what it looked like to get super uber fit. Yeah. Like, because we had a couple of D, um, a couple of D1 guys who I, who I worked out with, like like Julius Forte yeah. from USF, uh, Juju. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I, I uh, shoot, kind of went up against him. I used to get out of his way. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, I play a little bit of football, J- uh, JV only. Uh, I noticed that some of the guys were growing faster than I was, so I put my talents um, into uh, basketball. In which, uh, you know, I-, I I didn't necessarily get the call from Duke, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we, uh, you know, we had held, ground. held yeah. my ground. Yeah, so get to college, bang, um, still playing basketball every day. I, I probably my hours ver- in the court in the gym versus the library is probably a thousand to like 20 which is pretty bad but i actually love basketball and we should all play at some point i i, I i'm ready when you are i'm ready i, I I'm, killed I'm knockout though. i'm here for it all the way here for it yeah i'm a little worried about brandon <laughs> <laughs> defense <laughs> yeah, we, defense we're we gonna need you <laughs> so uh I now I do have a very very f- into fitness. I guess you say he's muscular, uh, friend. He he. he do you, do you, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Did you feel like and this is I mean I I think that this has become like a common denominator. It's like once you get to a point where you notice a difference, you feel the difference, then you don't want to stop. Is that true for you? Of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. And I it mean, just takes consistency, and everybody can get there. Everybody can get there. Yeah, right. but everyone's there is different, though. Like, your genetics is a huge part. Like, if you're 5'1", right. um, and you're really working your weight down, your results may look different than someone that's 6'2", when they lean out. Yeah. You know, because they're lankier, and the weight's just distributed differently. Right. You know, so that's that's one huge thing with fitness that a lot of people don't realize, like, especially when they're wearing clothes. Or they'll look at like the um, the person, like the model. Oh, Instagram, yeah. Yeah, and they'll try it on. They'll be like, wow, this doesn't fit how it fit them. I will say a shout out to those who are shorter. You can lift much heavier um, most of the time because you don't have to go as far away from yourself or from the ground, right? From the fixed point. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing too, just be like comfortable and confident within yourself. Like you can be inspired by someone else. And what their body's able to do and, you know, their physicality. Because truth be told, I mean, this industry is, you kind of sell yourself as a trainer. You know, people mm-hmm. know what they see. You know, you might not have, because there, there are trainers out there, a lot of them, that look great. But they might not be as knowledgeable as the ones that, you know, from a physical standpoint, aren't as, um, ripped. you know, yeah. ripped or in shape or fit or whatever yeah. the words you want to call it. Yeah. But you know, this is a this is an industry that you know, kind of like preys on people's bodies. Yeah. Um, worship yeah. people's bodies. So I mean, you know, it's okay to be inspired. But like Jared also said, you know, if you're someone that's five three and been sedentary most of your life, and you want you decide to start your own journey, and you're looking at this person that's been doing this ten years, and their body structure is completely different from yours, you know, you can still be muscular or toned or whatever it is that. You know, you're you're inspired to be, but it may look different. It's yeah. gonna look different because y'all are made differently. Yeah, right. that's just how it is. Body types, endomorph, ectomorph, etc. So right, yeah. You know, so that's, yeah. that's 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 a big one too. Because actually, just recently, I had to tell someone that, you know, 
And it's, just, <laughs> you, it's, it's how do you how do you t- tell someone that the body type? Like, no, like I mean, you can. Well, that's another thing. That's a good. I mean, because I try to be fully transparent and real with people, mm-hmm. but yeah, we want to still encourage them too. Of course, you know, you don't want to give someone false hope. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I can have you look just like her, and then it's like you know, six months down the line or four months down the line, it, no, it's not looking like that. So, you never want to lie. And, yeah. and and you don't even have to. I mean, like everybody is there for a different reason too. Like you don't have to go to the gym a few. You don't have to work out because you want to be ripped. Like, you can go in because, say, you want to learn how to do a handstand. Or, I mean, like, and You want to get fined for a cruise. You want to get fined yeah. for a wedding. You want to shoot your birthdays coming up. Or you want to be able to do just a pull-up. Like, you want to be able to do cool stuff. Like, you want to be, say you want to be a freaking ninja. You could go to the gym yeah. and just practice that. You don't have to run on the treadmill. You don't have to lift weights. Although those are both very good things to do, and you should incorporate them at some, you know. But at the same time, yeah, it's like... Don't don't base your goals off of the way that somebody else looks. Like base your goals off of what you actually want to do for yourself. Like that's a huge thing. And that's funny because everything we're talking about now actually runs into our next question with um, what's something trainers want people to know. Um, so I mean, some of the things that we just listed, I think, are great things. But in addition to that, you know, when people have this like whole. They have this whole thought about the gym. Like, if I go into the gym, you know, everyone's looking at me and all the intimidation. And even sometimes people will literally, like, you won't see it as often. But some people may know, like, you know, a little bit what to do. Or some people may not know what to do at all. Um, But, you know, it may be a crowded area. You know, and uh, the bottom floor of most gyms are usually the most packed out Mm -hmm. um, from what I've seen in my experience. And you got guys grunting and lifting and slamming weights and, you know, doing all these got things. Got the chest so, all out. Chest out. You know, all that girl <laughs> that's like a bodybuilder and she's been doing this for 12 years, just has like the perfect ab and she walks by you to go get water or something and you're like, damn. So it's just like, just know that I know you hear it all the time, but most of the time people aren't focused on you. No. Most of the time they're really focused on what they're doing. They might glance up. But I guarantee you, in most cases, people are not paying that much attention to you. Yeah, they'll notice, but they they don't care. Right. They're trying to get better. They're trying to get better. Yeah, everybody is there to get better. Everybody is there to do the same thing, and that's work on themselves. It's work on themselves. And I also wanted to say that something that trainers want you to know is that even if you like we look intimidating to some like I've had people say that the trainers at our job look intimidating right. we're already and waiting for someone to come up and ask us questions we're all waiting for someone to come up mm-hmm. and be like hey can you show me how to do this exercise because if we're standing around we want to be training people like that's why we're there like we want to help you and so if you see a trainer kind of, you know, hanging out, cleaning the machine, doing something. We don't that, want to do that. <laughs> yeah, we don't, want, we don't want to do that. We, want to we don't want people. to. And, right. if, and, the, and the likelihood of you coming up and asking us, you know, how to use the TRX. Like, you might get a free workout just by entertaining us. Like, mm-hmm. we want to help you. This we want you to get stronger and healthier. That's why we're here. We are not there to judge you. We are there to help you. Yeah, everyone started somewhere. I think that a lot of times, like starting, like I tell all my swimmers, I'll say, uh, I've had more swimmer clients than I've had personal train clients um, uh, up to this point. But the hardest part is getting in the pool or is getting into yeah. the gym. Once you come to the gym, right. I will stay here as long as your session lasts. And 
we can get to the bottom of what you are here for. And mm-hmm. I will do everything I can to help you because you've already taken, the, you've done the hardest thing already, which yeah. is come. Yes, and show up. Yeah, so I think that a lot of the stigmas and stereotypes and the bro science and the social media hacks and... Oh, it can be overwhelming. Uh, so it's, yeah. I'm so tired of seeing people on Twitter talking about... Well, I didn't eat for 13 days. Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. And, yes. And, I, and I lost 10 pounds, only 100 more to go. And you're like, I'm thinking to myself, now that wasn't a healthy way to lose that. If you can't gain 10 pounds in a week or three days, you should not be able to lose, or it's not healthy to lose that much weight that quickly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, weight and calories is similar to money. So, like, get rich quick schemes. You should shy away from or stray away from. Right. Lose weight fast or burn 10 pounds of right. ab yeah. weight yeah. Lose 30 pounds in 30 your days. sleep. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of it's marketing and sales and it takes advantage of, I mean, and we've all been uh, oh. subject to, you know, like subject to buying or paying for something like, oh, a fat burner. Oh, absolutely. I'll take a thousand pills. I've done a mono fruit diet. Do you know what that is? I've never heard of that. It is the most A mono fruit diet? Mono fruit diet. There was... No good. Tell me more. Okay, I've tried a lot of of these because I've been like, women's feed, a lot of the feed that I grew up with was losing weight quickly. And like both my mom and the women, the older women who I like looked up to would do like yogurt diets and things like that. So it's like, you want to believe the get rich or like like lose, you want to 30 pounds in 30 days, whatever. So the mono fruit diet was one. There was a girl on YouTube, her name's Freely the Banana Girl. I'm pretty sure she got sued because of what she was promoting. But, like, she has a whole book out and everything like that. Um, don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> That's her own risk. Um, well, well, yeah, yeah, do well, it at your own risk. Yeah, yeah. but what is, the, what is the mono? So you eat, hers was bananas. You eat only bananas for a full week. You have two eggs to get your protein in, which is you need protein every day. Okay. Um, but you had to eat 44 bananas to get 2,000 calories. So I went to the grocery store. I was like all about it. I was like, this is such an easy thing to follow. Bananas are so cheap. Mm-hmm. So I was like, great, I'm going to do it. So I, I have journal entries on like day three saying, I don't know if I feel euphoric or if I am malnourished. And I, I mean, the hardest part, honestly, I was never hungry because I was, I'd have to blend bananas and chug banana shakes. I mean, it was ridiculous. And then I don't know if anybody knows what the brat diet is, but you can look it up on your own. I was having trouble. And then eventually, I think like by day five, I stopped because I told my parents what was going on because they asked me how I was doing and I'm a horrible liar. And yeah. It yeah. was intense. That's... I didn't lose any weight. I just got really bloated. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds tough. So that uh, ties into how I train or what got me into fitness. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So what got me into fitness is the physique, the body. I like to, I like the beach body, the image. Yeah. So I'm a beach boy. I like beach bodies. Yes. Um, so I got my heart broken freshman year in college. Mm. Shout out to her. She, she knows who she is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I... Get on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 let's get her on here. Um, so yeah, so it was my goal to just be attractive, to be wanted, to be aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. You know, so I did hours and hours and hours of research, and I watched people on their weight loss journeys. Well, their shredding journeys, it's called. Okay. Um, or, or like a cutting diet. 
Yeah. So it's a gradual thing. It's it's what I typically do. Those who know me know I get in that pool party shape, uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> everything that comes with that. You know, definitely stay tuned. There is a, a season currently underway. Do you feel like you are the fittest you've ever been right now? Not even close. I will be, though, um, in maybe a month or two. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. You're really close. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, the fittest, there's so many levels to fit. You know, you can That's be true, yeah. you, you right. can be lean and skinny, and um, I get injured all the time, so playing basketball. I um, Last year, I was extremely close to my goal, and I broke my foot in two <gasps> places. So, yeah, I was in great shape, but I can't walk. How are walk. your knees from jumping? Oh, yeah. My knees took a toll. I mean, uh, like I said, I can still get up and down. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a runner. I'm a runner. So, um, yeah, I can I can jump pretty high. Uh, no, I can't just jump over and over and over and over and over again. Like, shin splints and things definitely add up, like, over time. So, yes. that, that fatigue and that wear and tear is something. Um, but, yeah, like, people not understanding that the gradual gain or loss process first of all it's not always that fun it can be you you can spice it up you can make it your own um but you can get to those bodies that you see by following realistic goals and structured things that you follow consistently you have to be disciplined and yeah consistency is the yeah. biggest even if you do the wrong thing. thing if you do the wrong thing over and over again it'll yield interesting results but it'll yield something yeah but if you you know thinking you can go to the gym once or twice a week, hit your goals and have washboard abs, washboard and you know no. that may not now genet, genetics plays a key too. You you know if your metabolism just right. But for the for the average person, yeah, for the average person that that might not play in your in your favor. Right. I mean, you get out what you put in. Right. You know, everybody wants the amazing body and. You know this, but you know what? I think so much people focus so hard on the physical. It's like they need to understand like health and fitness. You know, like you can have the lean arms and the eight pack and the nice legs and all that, and your internal organs, you know, are shit. Yeah, you got you know visceral like, fat. Yeah, your visceral fat levels look terrible. You know, um. And things like that, you know, so yes, you know, looking good, feeling good, having that image, you know, a lot of people, it does build confidence and makes them feel good. But just know, you know, if longevity and great quality of life and well-being is something else you're striving for in addition to, just know your internal is just as important, if not more important yeah, than the yeah. external. Now, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I have a question about, for both of you boys, because mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, like, I've been around it, but I've never been offered it. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been offered steroids? Or do you know anybody who's used steroids? Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, know, I know people who've used it. Yeah, yeah, I know people that have used it. And, I, and, and one thing about me is I'm completely natural. I don't take any... Um, of those type of like supplements, supplements or... and things like that. Now, granted, I take vitamins, right? And um, you know, now I have taken like technically, I guess technically it falls in the supplement. I, um, I don't eat much dairy. I keep my dairy super limited. Now I do eat every now and then, mm -hmm. but I try to keep it very limited. So I take plant based dairy, um, plant based protein. I'm sorry, I do that every once in a while, but I haven't done that in. Honestly, probably like five or six months. So, Has you know, that helped? Like, have you felt a difference in your workouts because of that? Uh, a difference in my workouts, not so much. But I will say, when I was having whey protein opposed to plant-based protein, I feel cleaner and like lighter 
my stomach feels better. I mean, everything just feels, I don't know, I feel more fluid. Mm. You smooth, know, so smooth it's, it's smooth. Now, it, at first, the taste, it took some getting used to. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the greatest. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but you know, after a while, it's like I don't know. It starts tasting better. You get, you, you, I mean, you have one, it. yeah, you have one thing like your whole life, and you switch to another. It's gonna be an adjustment, right? It's but always kind of weird at first, but if you push through, you do get used to it. Your body gets used to it, yeah. and then yeah. I worked at a gym where I went from a restaurant to a gym. So the restaurant, everyone was like alcoholics and would smoke cigarettes. <laughs> so when I went to the gym, I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be so much better. And then instead of like being alcoholics, they all did steroids in this back room. And instead of smoking cigarettes, they all just did dip inside. But like, I had a couple guys come to me and be like, you better watch out. Like, I'm about to be really angry, really emotional, really horny. And it was just like, oh my God. But yeah, they were like, wow. oh, that's yeah, that's oh, a lot yeah. going on. That, that whole gym was all about bodybuilding. Like, it was a bodybuilding gym. That's right. Kevin. And so, I mean, like, and it, I mean, and there are some of uh, one guy, actually, one guy, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to name any names. There's no reason to. But he took steroids for so long. I think whenever he was 16, he started. Mm -hmm. And now he is. Shout to bro. Probably close to our age. I mean, he's in his later 20s, but he now doesn't produce any testosterone at all. And mm. now he has to take steroids because his body just stopped. It was so reliant on steroids. Yeah, yeah. So I have never been around. Well, I've never been offered steroids. I would never take steroids unless I was competing on a um, bodybuilding stage. Uh, that my competitors were and I'm getting yeah. paid a lot of money for it professional um, But it's not worth it there and it's definitely not worth it recreationally because it's like Like the people that take steroids don't live that long and you like destroy Your heart and your body. What was the name of that guy? He had like bright blue eyes. He had black hair super intense to my rich prana I think so. Yeah. All, all the tattoos. Yeah, and he was just like always just on this crazy high. He yeah. was open about having using steroids and mm. he knew that it was bad. I mean, a lot of them use it, um, but like they're, you know, yeah, realistically their life. I mean, look at uh, Ronnie Coleman. He's in a wheelchair. His legs don't work that well. Ronnie Coleman. Uh, okay. Shoot. Uh, C.T. Fletcher. C.T. Fletcher. Heart. He just had heart, heart transplants. Yeah. Like crazy. Right. Now, do you think that there's a way to use steroids safely and effectively in this industry? No. No, it, short term, yes. Long term, the amount of I mean, if if you look at if you follow bodybuilding and stuff, and you see their big bellies now, like they're muscular oh, yeah. now, but now they have like those big guts. Those are from the insulin. Like they're pumping more things. Like the well, their organs are growing, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Everything's growing abnormally. Um, no pun intended, because their stomachs do get bigger. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> so, other things get smaller. So yeah, oh, I get. I will shoot. That would yeah. be terrible, but. Um, no, it, the, in the short term, no, it just, it's not worth it at all. You know, watching the documentaries and following the, uh, you know, one of the, uh, bigger bodybuilders, I can't think of his name at this moment. I think Flex Willard, um, a, a guy who was popping in the nineties, late nineties, early two thousands, just lost his leg. Um, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. And another guy, Ronnie Coleman, who was on all the magazines growing up, yeah, crushed Ronnie all the Coleman. discs in his back. Ronnie Coleman. You know, the guy, he's you. like, lightweight, lightweight. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie Coleman just I mean unreal but like you said now he's older 
his quality of life is just. He's not that old though. He's like in his forties, and, and, oh, and, and he's no. like his body, like he he walks on these like crutches. And his, yeah, I don't know how old he is, his, but his, older he, than what he used to be, and like he's not old, just older. And like you said, he's getting around is a struggle. He's destroyed, right? So. Like you said, um, I don't know a whole, whole lot about bodybuilding. Um, I don't look into it a whole lot. You know, there are some bodybuilders at the gym that I know. There are some people that I've met and things like that. But um, I'm not I'm not too advanced in that area. Facts. What has confidence done for you in your training? Well, for me, shoot, confidence has been everything. Uh, getting started early on, that first compliment really spurred on, snowballed everything. So I think when I first got in the gym, I had a goal in mind. Not really. I just kind of wanted muscles mm -hmm. and attention. And yeah. then when you start to get it, not now you don't. I don't train for compliments necessarily, but when they come, they're reassurance and they're euphoric and they they're endorphin producing. Well, everybody wants to look good, and like it's nice to be admired. I mean, it's one thing to be creepy, but it's another thing. I mean. To have some attention from whoever you're interested in, like, it, it, or, it can be yeah. a goal. Like, you can work out to look good. You, you can. Know? It's like, that can be your goal. Absolutely. I want to look good naked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try to look. Some people yeah. look good. I mean, yeah, like, when you got the right shirt on, it just hugs you the right way or the, the right pants or, you know, whatever. You're like, yeah, that's a good feeling. Yeah. And when other people know, it's like, hey, man, hey, you doing your thing. Oh, I see you, man. Oh, you rip. Oh, you swole whatever yeah. i mean everybody likes that confirmation but you know at the end of the day like jared said you know i mean you don't do it necessarily for that but it's like a little cherry on top yes like, it is good job yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, appearance is definitely an add-on especially for someone like myself who's quite shy mm -hmm. um in the field of uh you know approaching or being approached um it was uh it made it easier i felt more at ease in my interactions yeah, um, it makes me feel like I'm a better trainer. Cause like at the gym that we currently work at, it's like I, I wasn't I'm much more fit now than I was whenever I started. But my like you are re thank you. Your arms are like bigger than mine now. Oh, Jerry, that's so <laughs> nice of you to say. Gosh. Yeah. Well, like I, I but, but my my reasoning behind that is I'm at this gym. Everybody who I work with is really strong and fit. And, and I would I, I remember in the break room one day, I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I think I'm just going to go home. And I can't remember exactly who it was, but they were like, what are you talking about? No, you're not. You're going to work out. And I had people hold me accountable because I can talk myself out of things pretty. I mean, like, I'm motivated, but on days whenever I'm tired, like, I, I can talk myself out of things. Yeah. So, like, having yeah. people who, who keep me motivated, but also I live so far away from the gym. Like, there was no reason for me not to work out if I'm already there. I'm working back. there. What? You're not coming back. No, I'm not coming back. <laughs> when I leave, I'm not coming back. No. That is it. But I will say, like, my confidence as a trainer has boosted now that I feel uh, stronger myself. But I remember whenever I first started and I was a new trainer, I was really shy. Like, I was really worried because mm -hmm. the first gym that I worked at as a trainer, I was the only trainer there. And that was fresh out of school, which it's, it's really helpful to have trainers around you if you're new to the field. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, because I mean, like, I was so hyper-focused whenever I first started. It's like, 
how, what's the right way to program and you know like am I doing this right and I didn't really have like a mentor like I had one woman who worked there and she was a trainer at one point but she didn't want to train and she did help me out a lot but like being in this gym that we work at now I mean how many trainers do we work with how many trainers are there if you want to include flex we got a, almost 30 trainers really 20 about yeah, 25 about to 30 yeah, yeah. 25 to 30 and everyone's so, skill set is so different. so different so you can learn like i've picked up so many different things from different trainers like even if it's little cues like brandon like something that you did is the step ups like I had my people doing step ups and I would have them just alternate as they go. But right. you have people step up, start with the right foot, step down with the right foot. And I heard you say that once and now that's what I do with all my clients all the time. Right. And then like I saw another trainer doing these really fun Russian twists where the trainer themselves will have like be part of it where they throw you the ball, you touch it to the ground and then you are power pushing it back up to them. And then not only is it interactive, but they get way more out of it because they get to throw the ball as hard as they can. So like you get to you really do like as a new trainer, it's important to be around people who who you trust and who you listen to and, and be around people who have been doing it. Who you can have conversations with about what we do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like we definitely have fit combos. I mean, we don't just talk work at work nonstop, but I mean, the conversations yeah. that we have are pretty constructive um, and building. And I mean, shoot, we're in the gym, so if I see you doing an exercise with your client that looks good and productive, you're going to see me doing the same exercise probably next week. Yeah. Um, right. And I, if you ask me, I'll say I got it from you. Right, yeah, always honest. But nobody should be offended. Like, nobody should be like, you're copying me. Yeah. Right. Because we're and, all trying to do the same thing. And if people have that mentality, then they're in the wrong place, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Because we're all trying to grow, get better, learn. I mean, we all have different backgrounds in training. You know, some a lot of us have different certifications and different um, training styles and things of that nature. So it's just like the more open-minded you are to learning with fitness, but not even just fitness, Any this, this can apply to anything in life. But since we're all trainers, just for what we do, the more open-minded you are for constructive criticism and just, you know, scoping out how other people do things and speaking up and asking questions, because you'll be surprised. Like, I think subconsciously, sometimes we think like, oh, we ask this person, they may not share or this, this, and that. But people most of the time are more than happy to share their knowledge and expertise. We have people that we work with that have not worked with, but people that have been trainers for 20 plus years yeah yeah and they don't mind sharing what they know and we don't mind sharing what we know because we're all literally just here to make our clients get better feel better yeah. be healthier and encourage a positive lifestyle well plus it's flattering when somebody's like hey what were you doing like that looked really cool mm -hmm. will you show me how to do it like yeah. i love teaching like that's why like trainers are teachers we like to mm -hmm. teach good trainers are teachers we would teach each other, and we're all super uplifting too. That's another really yeah, good part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That positivity. Um, uh, although the training space in a gym, in a box gym, can be competitive because you know, oh yeah, like X amount of people do walk into the door, right? And we all want that sale. Yeah. We all want that client. So, um, for a client who is, you know, now there's virtual, there's gyms. What would you say to someone who's looking for a trainer, like? Because people always say, oh, well, I want a trainer. Or they tell me about their trainer. And I'll be for it. Like, wow, that sounds nice. Or that sounds not so productive, even for them. Like, how, how would you guide someone looking for a trainer? Well, I always ask them, like, do you want a boy or a girl to start? Especially mm -hmm. if it's a woman, I mm -hmm. ask that. Because some people, um, 
are specific. Like some super burly dudes don't want to. I mean, and that's another conversation. But a lot of women <laughs> I find want to be trained by a female. Not everybody. Um, and then I also ask like, well, what are you trying to get better at, or what are you trying to work on? Because if they're trying to box, like I love to box, you know, but I would probably send them to someone who is because we have trainers who are big boxers or like someone who who wants to do like for example whenever I gave Jared I gave you that guy um he wanted to do like CrossFit stuff I'm not super comfortable with a lot of CrossFit moves but I know that you really like a lot of that type of lifting style and yeah. the availability that he had was also between me and Jared so I passed him to Jared you yeah. know Yeah I, I I definitely was a fan of now I'm not big on CrossFit but active movements um CrossFit is actually in my opinion it's a great way to exercise it is just one of those things with longevity you can overdo it like it, well, it, it's gonna wear. It's gonna wear. The movements are tough on the joints, elbows, knees. Right, yeah. a lot and, of explosive movements, yes. power moves, and it's over right. and over again. So you're you're, you're you, know, you just gotta be careful. Yeah, yeah. Listen to your body. If you're tired, rest. Yeah, if you're like, tired, rest. Don't but be, yeah, don't. Yeah, definitely being the shoe that fits. I think that you ask questions. It could be tough though. Like it's almost like it is a closed environment to some who. Like you said, like people who have never played sports, people who maybe don't want to lift weights, maybe someone wants to come do a spin class or come walk, yeah. walk and talk. Like we have people at the gym who come, change clothes, shower, get in, they'll maybe do one set on exercise and talk the rest of the hour. Right. And then shower and go home as if they've just, you know. I have clients who just want to walk and they just want someone to walk with them. And I'm happy to do that. Sure, and I, I, I have clients who want to get their butt kicked, and I'm happy to do that too. Like I, you know, I mean, like beginning strength. You you've got a whole range. You've got women who, or seniors in general, who are can barely step up on a stair, and that's their goal is to be able to get up the stairs. So, I mean, it just depends. And and we have some people who are who specialize in certain things. Right. Um, so getting their goals down for sure. I mean, Brandon, what would you say? Like having someone come up and be like, I'm looking for a trainer. Like, what would you ask them? Um, I think you hit it right on the head from the start. I asked them if they want to, what's their availability look like? And if they prefer a man or a woman mm -hmm. and then like, just kind of hit those key questions to see what it is that they're looking for. Right. And then try to match that up. Hey, we're all certified trainers, which we are. You know, I don't want to oversell or undersell anyone. So I just kind of yeah. like let them choose. Right. But like give them the information based off the questions or the responses that they get from the questions that I've asked. But um, like me, I like to push people hard. Mm -hmm. I'm all about the push, 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 push. You know, but obviously I've, now I've trained older women. And you know, you can, in my opinion... You can push people hard at all ages, gender, doesn't matter. Um, yeah. It's just hard is going to look different for them than it is a 23-year-old. Right. You know, their heart is going to be a little bit slower, a little bit more controlled, not as explosive right. most of the time. You know, so now, but that doesn't mean that they can't work hard. They just, their heart is different because of where they're at and their level of fitness and their age and so many other, other variables that play into that that make it different. But, you know, I'm all about that push, um, you know, grind, push, push, push. Like, that's me all day. 
But at the same time, I cater to who's in front of me. Right. If someone tells me, hey, Brandon, I don't really want all that push that you're saying. <laughs> I just, can, we not, can we not do all the push? Right, right. You know, and can we focus more on this? Oh, yeah. Then that's what I'm going to do. So although I prefer to push, do this, strength and conditioning, all these crazy movements, whatever, you had to be, a, to, in my opinion, to be a great trainer, you have to adapt to who's in front of you. Yes. Yeah. At any day, too. Like, touching back on, like, what something trainers want people to know is we want you to be honest with us. Be if honest. something hurts, tell us. And be honest with yourself. Yes. Be honest <laughs> with yourself. Don't, yeah. It, but, but also, it's like, I always ask my clients at the beginning, uh, how are you doing? And I make it known before we even start exercising together when I ask you that I expect for you to be 100% honest with me and not just say good because if you're feeling tired you're not gonna get as much out of an exercise if I kick your butt if you're feeling great then yes we're gonna go for it but if you're if you're feeling down if you didn't sleep well last night if you didn't eat anything this morning like if you're not feeling 100% I don't want to push you as hard as I possibly can because right. your body is not going to reflect that. Nothing to do it. It's not gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you're just going to leave feeling worse than when you came in. Yeah. Your, your productivity is, is definitely going to decrease. Yeah. Um, so we want to be, you know, as quality as possible with everything that we do, every movement, make everything count. Right. You know, for where we're at. So I, yeah. I agree. And uh, we are professionals. So um, with us, even in this room, uh, we all have strengths and weaknesses, so we're all obviously aiming towards mastery in our area. Um, so say me personally, if I notice that I have a client, him or her, who has strengths and weaknesses that I may not be well for, and sure, I want them to book me yeah. and pay me over the next couple months, <laughs> right? you know, so I can, you know, uh, do whatever I do with, with the money I get from clients. Um <laughs> <laughs> luxury list to come. Well, uh, luxury talk on the way. Clock talk on the way. But um, uh, yeah, knowing your scope is big. So knowing that this may be out of my realm or this may not be good for me. Right, right. Um, sure, I see a couple. Like I saw someone with a laundry list of medical issues. Right, right. And we have whole um, therapeutic type trainers who are more restorative and accustomed to that. Yeah, accustomed of. to that that, right. that demographic. Right. Uh, you know, because, uh, shoot. They just have, yeah, they have more experience. Yeah, one false step and, you know, you're you're in the courtroom. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so. I have had a woman fall on me before. Mm. I think we've talked about that. We were doing a movement on the TRX. Oh, and yeah. oh, she yeah. lost her balance. I don't even remember what we were doing. And it happened so quickly. She just, like, rolled on the floor. And I was terrified. She was fine. Everything was fine. She wasn't upset, but like that's another thing. New trainers out there never, you know. I mean, most of the time it's okay, but just make sure that if you are doing anything, no matter who it is, make it a safe environment. Make sure there's nothing, mm. especially with the older population and they're stepping back to a lunge. Facts. It, make sure that the area is completely clear. Luckily, it was in that situation. It's. And usually it's okay. Like if, if 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 they don't say like most most of the seniors I've worked with and tell me if you've experienced anything different, they will express their concerns before we do something if they don't feel like they can do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. With the ones that I've worked with, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. it's the younger ones 
that don't really say as the millennials won't say as much. Right, I agree. You know, even because I don't know, I, I think it's more of like a pride thing. I won't like, say as much. Like, if I someone's training oh, like, me, I'm a, I can do it. Like, no, no. Nah, nah. yeah. Even if deep down, uh, maybe it's the pride of the ego or a gym ego, whatever the term is. But the older people, they're kind of like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. And so, like, you know, we would have to really take care, give them. I mean, we want to give everyone our um, undivided attention and make sure they're safe, but. With them, you really want to ensure that because they're already kind of like on the fence based off of what you're showing them yeah. uh, sometimes, especially if they have a medical history. Yeah. Right, right. So protect yourself, protect them, and just yeah, keep, and it, keep it as safe as possible. Yeah, and I would say enjoy or begin to be selfish. So taking care of you is, mm-hmm. is what it sounds like. Yeah. You, you are looking and analyzing and thinking about what feels good, what hurts, what looks good, what doesn't. So it is a very inner, uh, it's a very, uh, it's a process in which you're analyzing and looking at yourself through a, a scope, a good scope, a bad scope. Um, uh, self-confidence and self-esteem play a part in this as well. Uh, but just, you know, I encourage people to look, look at what you're eating. Like a lot, there are so many factors with life. To where you may be a caretaker, a parent, a friend, a spouse, mm-hmm. a worker, a boss, uh, a whatever, a friend. Um, so you have to take time. Like you, not a lot of time. Once you have a good system and good routines, then that takes away the guesswork. So we are that. Yeah. So we, you don't have to guess. You come to us, you, you tell us we are that. Yeah. Um, you know, now when you're not with us, uh, you have to, like, are you drinking water? Are you getting sleep? Um, are you, shoot, taking time to stop and breathe? Right. You know, uh, your stretch. basic needs. Take yeah, care of basic your, needs. Listen you, to your you, body. You have to give yourself some time. Like, you have to, you, you know, like, just take care of you. Like, that's part of the process. Well, and I like how you said that. It's like you have to be somewhat selfish, and, and in a way, that's such a beautiful thing to be for yourself. Like, to be selfish for yourself, for your health, for your well being. And that's what happens. Like, people come to get a personal trainer because they want to better themselves and because they want to look out for themselves. And even as trainers, we ask other trainers to come and watch us do certain movements because we want to make sure that we're doing them correctly. Like, it's just a way to, to make sure and ensure your own safety um, and, and to make sure that you are pushing yourself enough. All so. right, so we'll, we'll, we'll end on this note. Um, what is your goal as a trainer? So you as a trainer, what is your goal in, in, in whatever space? I'm going to kind of two-part mine being a trainer swim coach. So I'm going to kind of do mine as instructor. So I'd like to go last. Um, so Brandon, what is your goal as a trainer? Um, my goal is to safely and effectively give each and every client the results that they're coming to me for. Um, we do our consultations in the beginning and I ask very straightforward to the point questions about that. And in the note section that we have, I make sure that I ask additional questions that aren't on there just so I can save it to their file. Um, the more, it's like when you're in class, you know, the more, however you take notes, you know, the more the better, you yeah. know, sometimes. Yeah. And uh, so the more information I have about a person, then I know exactly what to attack and execute. But, you know, um, that's, that's my main thing there. You know, just really try to get more sharp on my programming. You know, it, I have my strengths and weaknesses as a trainer. There's, th- there's times I doubted myself, you know, in the beginning. There's some workouts I gave clients where I'm like, man, you know, I, I felt like I could have did better. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. or 
but they'll tell me like, oh, the workout was great for the day. And I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> right. well you know, maybe, I guess so, baby. Good. But you know, I mean, we're, you're your own biggest, we're our biggest, our own biggest critic. Absolutely. You know, so there's sometimes I'll be up late, you know, maybe programming or, you know, looking through files and things like that. And sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming, um, but it makes it really rewarding. You know, when you do see the results and it's the little things. Yeah, um, it is the little things. It's not always the, hey, Brandon, I got a six pack now. It's, <laughs> hey, it's, hey, Brandon, I fell yesterday and this is the first time in my life I fell and not felt pain. And I believe that's because we're getting stronger. Yes. You know, it's the things like that. And so that's my goal. That right there, that just keeps me driven. That keeps me motivated. That key that makes the the early mornings you know worth it. worth it and the late nights as well and everything in between on my journey to be the best trainer that I can be for me because it's not a competition you know with anyone else this is right. this is all about my um, personal growth and what I want to do and what I'm willing to share and learn from others along the way. So where do I sign up? I would say I would say that my goal as a trainer is really like I tell a lot of my clients at the beginning my goal is to get you so comfortable in the gym that eventually you don't need me anymore. But with that being said, hopefully you stay around because we just become friends and we get along. Um, I would agree with Brandon. It's like it's it's definitely the little things. I had a, I had a woman. She went. She's. 76 years old and she went rafting and that was one of the first things we bonded I mean this was again at the gym where I was the only trainer but because I was a raft guy like I was like oh great like this is perfect I can help you out so much but it wasn't so much like the rowing that helped it was the core work and she said she almost fell out of the boat but was able to do a, a crunch to get herself back into the boat and uh -oh. it, it yeah I know like it's it's the little things like that like hearing my like, can you show us Kaya like how she crunched all right relax, relax. <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> but, it's, but I mean it's, it's it's really just I mean my goal is it is just to keep up the positivity in the gym and and to make people feel comfortable in the gym and to make people feel confident in who they are and to make people feel good about themselves. That's the, that's the biggest thing for me because I, I feel like it's possible. And I feel like, you know, the stronger you get, the more you you just feel good about yourself. That's really just it. And um, yeah, it, I mean, it's just such a satisfying job. It really is. It's it's a job where, you know, we're, we're a therapist to, for people. We're friends with people, you know, but, but all in all, it's like, I just want to see people get better. And that's... Facts. Yeah, that's it. That's really it. Yeah. I'll say, uh, as a personal trainer, yeah, I will say that in reality, a good trainer prepares you to where you no longer need them. Yeah. Now, the push of the coach or the person, the drill sergeant or the friendly reminder, hey, you have one more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's always very helpful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in essence, we are giving you all we like we're, we're giving you our book of gems to take yes. to take and go be great with so yeah i just love to help people feel good and smile and sweat and release and have a, a place or a moment of uh you know whether it's belonging or achievement you achievement know, I, is a huge uh, achievement yes. is the word that's yes. huge. i think that especially man especially in 2020 when everything is going wrong literally like you can still get better. You can still have a good day. You can still feel good, you know. And um, I mean, 
on the swim side uh, as a tri- as a swim coach, which I've been for probably eight nine years, um, that is you. you I, I see myself as a lifesaver. I think that I teach skills that people will take with them to where they can jump into the middle of the ocean. They can. You do. Uh, yeah. And it is. It's warming. It's it's cool to see them grow. It's I like seeing them fail at first, and they don't like seeing someone conquer something that they didn't think that they could. Oh, yeah. Is everything. Yes, it's so, everything. Like, you can take that and apply that to anything. So that is why I put myself in a position to coach, instruct, and teach. is just to make people smile, grow, um, and contribute to what I do with what I get paid. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. That's well said. All right, y'all. Well, that was a great talk. Any final words? I think that's it. That's about wraps it up for the day, y'all. So we appreciate everyone for tuning in. And we'll be looking forward to catching up with you next time. Book your virtual session today. Welcome to the Perspective Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Jared. And I'm Emily. On this podcast, we talk relationships, lifestyle, finance, and everything in between. And And this this is is our perspective. perspective.